1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, the uh, the Texans are going to have some money to spend in free agency. Spend it all? I don't know, Seth. I'm looking at our the, the top 50 free agents on ESPN.com. I would love nothing more than for the Texans to make at least one big Splash in free agency. Like I look at the number three free agent, like number one, Lamar Jackson. Okay, I mean that's that Texans aren't in the Lamar Jackson business. I don't think Orlando. Yeah, Orlando Brown Jr. is number two. They don't need a tackle. Well, like the top tippy top of this thing are all guys who are probably going to get franchise tagged or get a a huge extension done. Javon Hargrave's number three. That would be awesome. I'm guessing he's going to be super pricey, the defensive tackle for the. Eagles who had double digit sacks this year. Mm-hmm. But that him, Duran Payne out of Washington, word is they're going to franchise tag him. A big splashy signing on the defensive or offensive line, interior of the offensive line to me would be I think money well spent. This particular this particular list on ESPN.com has best team fit for all 50 of these guys. And you page down, you page down. A lot of the ones that are going to be the higher-priced, higher-ticket-free agents, they have staying with their current teams. You know, Saquon Barkley, New York Giants. Daniel Jones, New York Giants. Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens. You know, they – and then you start to get into the teens, and guys are changing teams in this exercise here. And then you get to 20, and there is Marcus Davenport. defensive. We get to our first player whose best team fit, according to this article – is the Houston Texans, and it's Marcus Davenport, the defensive end out of New Orleans, a former first-round pick who has been, I guess, maybe like a a, a, a souped-up rotational player for New Orleans. I guess is a way a way we would put he's, that. He's not it, dominant, yeah, I,
2: and not by by necessity because he's been injured a lot. So, I, like his best year production-wise was 2019. So I, I feel like we already have one of those guys on the team, and his name's Derek Stingley. I don't feel like we need to bring in Marcus Davenport to, to maybe prove and uh, prove that he can get back to where he was in 2019. They they project him here as a one year deal, which would be like a one year prove it type of deal. Yeah. I like right like right this moment, I, I I would be very very intrigued by him, but I don't think that's where they need to spend their cap dollars right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing about a one-year prove-it deal is there's no cap machinations you can do with that. You know, the, the whole thing counts against this year. Unless,
2: well, unless it's like a three-year deal with dummy some years. some dummy stuff, years at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then you're just, that's what you do if you're a team that's ready to compete right yeah, now. Yeah, the
1: Texans aren't at that stage. So, yeah. so Marcus Davenport, I, I wouldn't say no, but yes, I need to see what the numbers look like as far I mean, like he last season he played in 15 games. He had half a sack. So he's the one thing I'll say, Seth, because the other defensive player that, that is a fit for the Texans, according to this article, the 47th best free agent, Arden Key, former Raider, more recently a Jacksonville Jaguar. He's had 11 sacks over the last two seasons. So he's been, a, again, a rotational guy who's gotten to the quarterback from time to time. Most notably, he twisted Patrick Mahomes' ankle in the, uh, in the yeah. divisional round game. I will say this about defensive linemen and maybe even front seven guys as a whole, but particularly defensive linemen because we've got the proof of it, is that D'Amico Ryans will get the best out of them. Like I think if yeah. you sign Marcus Davenport and you sign Arden Key, you're going to get the best version. Chances are you're going to get the best version of those guys because of D'Amico Ryans being their, their head coach. I,
2: I think a good example of you know getting the most out of a guy where the Texans have a direct you know, experience with is Charles Amenehu. Absolutely. Charles Amenehu is a very valuable guy for them. Now, sometimes, sometimes you're just going to flat out look better when you're playing on a good defense because you know, either there are your mistakes get swept up quickly when there are other st- If you're playing next to Nick Bosa and you make a mistake, there's a good chance that either he or Fred Warner behind them is going to make it nec- not necessarily as bad. And then you're also going to get an opportunity for more. But um, again, as we'll point out with that defense in San Francisco, they were not as loaded with high draft picks as I think the perception is. Nick Bosa, because Nick Bosa is so uh, imposing in so many ways, people kind of look at that as like, oh, well, yeah, they got Nick Bosa and a bunch of high first-round draft picks. Cause, no. Uh, no, no, they've been good for a while, remember? They haven't, had a, they haven't had a plethora of high first-round picks the way they did back when they first made their turnaround a few years back.
1: Yep. Um, so, uh, so two defensive players on this, by the way,
2: Charles and is who is a free agent.
1: Yes, he is. He is.
2: I don't know if he's, I don't know what his legal status (laughs) is right now. On the one hand, he's got a history with
1: Tameko Ryans. On the other hand, he's got, yeah, one, he's got legal issues too. Yeah. So there's that. Um, so the other free agent, I I mentioned there were three on this list of the top 50 where they claim ESPN.com says best team fit Houston Texans. The two defensive players we just went through Marcus Davenport of the saints, Arden key of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number 21 on this list is Jacoby Myers, wide receiver, New England Patriots. Here's what they say. The Texans will be in position to draft a rookie quarterback with the number 2 pick this spring, and Myers is a fit here as a nuanced route runner with a 6-foot 2 frame and strong hands to work the middle of the field. Last season in New England, Myers caught 47 of his 67 targets on throws inside the numbers. He's an intermediate option with outside flex, and he can stretch defenses on deep overs or crossers. That yeah. is one of the nerdier sentences you're going to read right there. And there's also a history here. Ooh. Houston GM Nick Casario spent 20 seasons with the Patriots before getting – He did? High- Not sure if you heard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've never, I never, I never thought that they might uh, figure out that link yeah, between yeah. a Patriots Finally. player. Finally, somebody and, yeah. said it. Yeah, somebody said it. Somebody's not afraid to say it. Nick right. Casario, uh came here from New England. That's right. Yes.
1: That's right. What would you say? And again, no, the the one thing about this article is they don't put estimated contracts for any of these guys. Yeah. Like that's always would, the question.
2: Yeah, you know what I would say? I would say. Uh, I had my fill of Kenny Stills the first time he came to Houston. I don't need another. I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay money for Kenny Stills to come here again. Jacoby Myers is nice enough, but we're not in the business of, uh, of, of, of bringing in nice wide receivers. They need to stock these dudes to the gills, and it's not a great year in free agency for uh, for wide receivers. It's not a great year in the draft unless you're looking for a slot, um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans are really hoping to get Quentin Johnston with the 12th pick overall, the receiver out of TCU. So, um, you know, either either him or Addison will likely be available there, and and I think maybe the Texans just... Hold their water and wait until then.
1: I do too. Yeah, you got. That's it's a good point because you got to think about the sequencing of free agency in the draft. Yeah. You know, the Texans have the Texans are in a in in a luxury spot because they were so bad and because they traded Deshaun Watson. They they have the luxury of being able to forecast with decent accuracy, uh, especially with two and with twelve, the second overall pick and the twelfth overall pick, what yeah. they can or want to do with those things. And you got to keep in mind. We need a resolution to the Brandon Cook situation. He's a wide receiver. Nico Collins. This is a big year for Nico Collins because I think he's probably more labeled as injury prone than he is future star. John Mm -hmm. Mechie comes back this year as well. Well,
2: and Mechie is another part of it, too. It's that they've got a bunch of capable intermediate guys right now. Uh, if Cooks is there, then Cooks provides some stretching the field ability. But he was never like the pure X receiver that's going to do it on his own. So I, they need some speed and a guy that can actually stretch, genuinely stretch the field. And Jacoby Myers isn't that guy. John Mechie doesn't have that incredible speed, but if if he does well in the NFL, he's going to be an intermediate type of guy. So I just think when you're when you're trying to fill out a certain body type on the team right now, it's not worth spending money right there on yeah. a free agent. I would say find, you know, find some more speed either in the draft um earlier or later and or perhaps via trade later if the draft doesn't work out for you.
1: Um other interesting names. So again, this this particular shopping list of the top 50 free agents with the best team fits, they the espn.com, they've got three for the Texans as being the best fit. Doesn't mean they're going to sign there, but Marcus Davenport, Arden Key, two defensive ends, and Jacoby Myers, wide receiver from New England. The other interesting ones on this list, to me, Seth, I mentioned Javon Hargrave, and I, I'm, I only find that interesting because I'm hoping that would be my splurge if I were the Texans, if they're going to go spend 20 million on a guy per year, um, yeah. or whatever the number is for Javon Hargrave. I don't know what it'll be. Um, then, then that would be mine. They have him going to Seattle, for what it's worth. Um, they got Derek Carr
2: going to New York.
1: Going to <laughs> Going to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. He's sixth on the list. Um, I love that
2: drop so much. Hit it again, Ben. I'm just pissed
1: off. I'm just pissed off.
2: <laughs> uh, what's a, hey, what's a wait a second. With Derek Carr. So the Jets just in they're in a holding pattern now waiting to hear from Aaron Rodgers. Probably yeah. If and when he comes back from yeah. his darkness retreat. Nothing, is he on the darkness retreat
1: right now? I, I Do don't know. I, I don't know, and boy, I don't I don't, I don't dare speculate about it yeah. lest we be I a topic on McAfee this week. I don't
2: yeah. want his Guatemalan goons coming after me. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't I don't need I don't need Aaron, you know, down in his little kingpin empire that he has in Guatemala sending his uh, sending people after me to to set me right on what is meditation retreat schedule is
1: nobody uh, nobody involved in this whole love triangle of Jets Rogers Carr, whoever else seems to be in a particular hurry to get it resolved uh, Carr, oh, yeah,
2: David Carr said that it's going to take a while yeah really yeah. by this time
1: Derek Carr is going to take all his recruiting trips so what do
2: you feel better about be honest here. Yeah. Never want everybody at home to be honest here. Okay. When Peyton Manning was doing his grand tour as a free agent, he was still very much weakened from his neck fusion surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you? Uh, would you feel more confident that Derek Carr will have five more good years in the NFL right now uh, than you were about Peyton Manning at the time?
1: Uh, oh, for sure. For sure.
2: Really? Like you were pretty iffy on Peyton Manning.
1: I, but, uh, I was, but, but, I was. 5 years I would have been iffy on. That I mean that's yeah. what you're asking me. 5 yeah. more years I would have been iffy on. No, I would have been and I would have been cool with Peyton Manning coming here and giving it a shot. Um with 5 I mean he ended up only playing four more years Peyton Manning, you know.
2: You know what I uh oh yeah that, okay that's a good point. Yeah. But I, I wonder like remember Peyton was trying to get back in and play that season, the season before they when he Yeah, was injured, at the end of the year.
1: It. Yeah. But like, he came out.
2: He came out in training camp the next year, and he still couldn't really throw the ball all that well at first. You know, eight months later, what
1: the hell was he thinking? I, you know to come what? back In
2: December, I
1: don't know. Uh, although Peyton Manning <laughs> strikes me as somebody who likes challenges. You know, he viewed yeah, it as, yeah. you know, what? I've kind of, I've kind of dominated this league already at full strength. Let's see if I can do it without any feeling in the tips of my fingers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> remember early on, it didn't take him long, but he was kind of wobbling him up, in the,
2: up in the air at first. Yeah, yep.
1: yep. Um, No, Carr – Carr to New Orleans is interesting. You know my feeling on Derek Carr. Like, Derek Carr to me is – he is the walking ticket to an NFC South championship if any of those teams feel like they want to go win a division this year.
2: I I think, yeah. Derek – I think the biggest issue you have with Derek Carr is that you know for 100% certain that he's not going to be comfortable being a bridge quarterback. Where I think – I bet there are a lot of teams out there that look at Carr, maybe like a Kirk Cousins, where, all right, look – Yeah, he's nice enough, and boy, we could probably win some games with him, but if somebody else, somebody better comes along or we end up with a, if Carr gets injured and we end up with a number one overall pick, then, yeah, I want to take a young quarterback, or if we even want to take a quarterback in the mid-round, like a Jordan Love type or something, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, will Carr be cool about it? And uh, I don't think so. I think he would be off on a Guatemalan darkness retreat next year (laughs) trying to figure out what his future is going to be.
1: Just pissed off. He'd be pissed off. (laughs) I'm just pissed off. (laughs) I kind of want him to come here now. Uh, (laughs) All right. um, Some of the other interesting names on this list. Zach Allen is a defensive end in Arizona. And the reason he's interesting to me, he's 24th on this list. Matt Burke is the defensive coordinator here. He was the defensive line coach in Arizona. I do wonder how many free agents they end up bringing in, Seth, have some sort of one or two degrees of separation removed from somebody on the stat, whether it's Casario as the GM because he was in New England or D'Amico because he was in San Francisco. Yeah. You know, Matt Burke. So I think it's, it's you know, keeping an eye on some Arizona guys might not be a, a bad idea.
2: No, that's, um, I, I think that's, that's very fair. Yeah. I think Matt Burke would actually be an asset if the Texans were trying to woo Aaron Rodgers, which, which I hope they're not, although he does know the system. But because uh, Matt Burke, world traveler, he's oh, like, you know, get along famously. You know, like, hiked with gorillas. Yeah. And, uh, McLean said that he hiked with silverback gorillas in Africa, and I don't... I don't think McLean. I don't think that's an accurate description of what probably happened. He
1: makes it sound like they each have backpacks on and they're sharing like energy bars and stuff, <laughs> like yeah.
2: climbing up a hill. And somehow it's like the 1970s and the the Silverback is wearing like short right. shorts, like short denim shorts, yeah. with one of those um, with uh, with like a uh, a headband and yes. everything. Yeah, they go yeah. like
1: they get done hiking, then they're rock climbing together. McGilla, you got any of those peanut butter sandwiches down there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I up. think he hiked
2: to go see some silverback gorillas.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that makes more sense. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo to the Jets, uh, or the best fit would be the Jets. Odell Beckham Jr. best fit Dallas, wholeheartedly. Yeah, I agree. saw that.
2: I don't know man, Dallas is always right on the verge of that tipping point. Yeah. to where you get to the there're too many kind of potential distractions on the team and I feel like Odell Beckham Jr. might be that guy. Odell Beckham Jr. is made for my new plan for veteran players which is just bide your time until November and when a playoff Caliber team wants to pay you a good chunk of money to go and play a couple months of football, then just go for it. Yes. Be a, be a, a citizen of the world yes. ring chaser. The mercenary
1: yes. portal. Absolutely. Sell sword. Yes. yes. Uh, Judevian Clowney, 48th best free agent on this list. Best fit? Baltimore on a one year deal. Clowney is a soldier of fortune, man. He's just one year deals for the whole rest of his career. I think I
2: they, her, did, man. Yeah. they did fire that defense. I mean, they. For those of you who didn't catch this, because it happened on a Friday or a Saturday, it was a news dump. It was a news dump, but not by choice. They they sent Clowney home from the Browns on a Friday with a couple weeks left in the season because he'd started publicly criticizing the defensive coordinator. It was a lot of... It was a weird move by Clowney because honestly, like, Clowney's gonna, I think he's gonna keep taking one year deals. They seem to like him well enough in Cleveland, but he didn't like the fact that, according to Clowney, they were only calling the plays to set Miles Garrett up for success, to which I would have replied, Yes, that is correct. <laughs> he's a better football player than you, Jadevian. Yeah. What do you What are you thinking, man? You're here on a one year deal. Like yeah, that's Miles freaking Garrett. Yep. Of course, that's what we're doing. Yep. Just you could have had another awesome one year deal one uh, th- this next year if you just if you just wouldn't told uh, told Mary Kay Cabot that you're upset. You're in your feelings.
1: It, was, it they was sent him weird. home. They sent him they home. They sent him home
2: from school. Yep. He got out of school suspension. Every every sixteen year old's dream, but uh but a would-be free agent's nightmare. My
1: favorite clowney moment, my favorite clowny moment was him before the season saying that he came back to because on a one year deal because Deshaun Watson was gonna be there. Yes. And I'm like, you do realize he's getting suspended for a huge, huge chunk of this one year that it's almost like Clowney hadn't been reading the news. Like he didn't know why. Deshaun didn't play at all last year. Any of the legal you know that, stuff? Uh,
2: that's funny. I remember I was talking to Archie Manning one year at a, a charity golf tournament, and he was talking about e- Eli, the difference between Eli and Peyton. And Eli had called him and said, Hey, Dad, I'm, uh, I'm, going, to, I'm going to have lunch with Tagliabue next week. Um, is he retiring or something? It was the year Tagliabue was retiring. It was last year. It was a big deal. So, kids, Tagliabue was the commissioner before Goodell, um, and it was kind of a big deal that Dude. he was retiring. There hadn't there there aren't a lot of commissioners in the NFL. <laughs> I love. I e- was completely oblivious. I love
1: Eli so much more now that he's not playing football anymore. Yeah, like I don't know that my love for a player has drastically swung so much just based on the fact that I don't have to hear people defend like Eli as being a good quarterback when he's really not a, never been a good quarterback other than two postseason runs?
2: Well his best asset was that he had that like Robert Ory ability to just be unawed by the situation yes you know like it was now Ori had a different type of personality than Eli um but like both of them through different methods just they weren't the moment was never too big for them nope so I think in a lot of moments when people would clench up or what have you they just like yeah I'm just slinging it here yep. we go you know uh-huh. like a a, a a three-pointer and shoot around was the same to Robert Ori as a buzzer beater at the end of the game and amen. I feel like passes for Eli Manning it was the same way
1: amen Amen. All right. Um, Payne and Pendergast with you. John McLean joins us in a little over an hour. He's live in West Palm Beach. We'll be live in, in West Palm uh, in uh, West Palm Beach next week. Brought to you by Shoppas. So that's going to be a whole lot of fun uh, next week. Uh, going to all those games, keeping you guys up to speed on what's going on with the Astros. Speaking of which, MLB.com. They've revealed most of their top 100 players for the upcoming season. They reveal. They reveal 20 through 11 tonight and then 10 through 1 tomorrow. There is one Astro that is missing. I think we know who it is. Where does Jordan Alvarez wind up on the MLB Top 100 later this week? That is next. (sighs)
0: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.